A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Literally anything. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys. Uh, hey, Dusha. We got any emails? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So many, which is why we are recording this mailbag episode. First of 2019. Yeah, baby. All right. So before I get into the emails, just a quick reminder that these are two weeks worth of emails because we got just flooded. Everyone loves footy and they're letting us know and that rules. So we're going to start like in the very much in the past, uh, about 11 days ago, in fact. So far away. Yeah, no. I can, can't remember even when that was. Uh, so a time where the I AFL... I nearly asked, when when was there ever 11 days in a week? Fuck, Tom. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> this email uh, is set grand final week for the AFLW. So okay. this email is from Jason, uh, who is a Carlton fan. So at this point, he had high spirits. <sighs> Sorry, Jason. I'm not. But... <laughs> wow, Tom. We believed. Or did you not? Did we actually believe, though? I believed. Like, I saw what they did to my team, and I was like, I don't believe. <laughs> like, I wanted to believe. This like, is salt I... in Jason's wound. Sorry, Jason. But Carlton to... winning was kind of like Santa Claus. Like, you want it to be real, but you also know it's your dad. <laughs> Jason barracks for Carlton. The wound is never closed. <laughs> Jason says, Dear How Good's Footy and alumni, <laughs> I trust this email finds you all in good spirits ahead of a fresh week of footy. It's grand final week, and I am as excited as they come. And an emotional wreck at the same time. The Baggers are in the grand final. Yeehaw. (laughs) What a week. Was it training last night? And we'll be in Adelaide this Sunday. But I digress. I begin this email while inside the doors of the infamous, allegedly enormous Geelong Sexyland. Oh, he went. He went. Oh, Jason, I take back all the bad things I said about your footy team. You're a hero. After being in the Adelaide Oval crowd, seeing the Crows bury Geelong season most unceremoniously... I decided to head down to Cadinia and pay my respects to those fallen in the wake <laughs> of the monster that is the Adelaide Crows. How could one not stop at the highly touted enormous adult extravaganza often referenced on the fine Haggard's footy pod? It's maybe one of the best emails we've ever received. Oh, this next line is going to fucking blow you out of your chair. Okay, go. A rough calculation was about 35 by 50 metres. He measured it. <laughs> Oh, Jason. Much bigger than your standard back alley adults shop. 
Lovely, well set out, and well lit. Tom. Fuck yeah, Jason, no, 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 it no, is no. big. Much but, bigger. No. Much bigger. Your standard, like, back alley one, which is tiny and fucked. Yeah, you know what's on the back alley? That fucking sexy land on the way to the airport. <sighs> the Can- staff were lovely and accommodating, complimenting <laughs> my shirt and having a brief chat until the phone rang. But I stopped short of asking which dildo was the best to hold the weight of a window for an extended period of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason, you had one fucking job, mate. I suppose I'll have to do it next time I'm down there. <laughs> There are several large stores next door and around, which may give the appearance of a much larger store than what it seems externally. I wandered around, looking at all manner of things, with a looming anniversary with my lovely Port Adelaide following partner. <laughs> it provided some great gift-giving potential. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Just want to rewind for Go a back second. to that statement about the size. Is he saying that he thinks that the bigger buildings around it make it appear bigger. Because I feel like it would do the opposite. I feel like the bigger bidding, big, bigger buildings around it would make it appear smaller. Didn't you mean the bigger buildings around it? Yeah, sorry. Exactly what you just said. That's yeah. what I, that was my take. Yeah. So I'll read it again. There are several large stores next door and around, which may give the appearance of a much larger store than what it seems externally. Oh, I'm still confused because I'm an idiot. But yeah. yeah, me too. It appears to be big. And then when you went inside, it was big or or not? It looks bigger from the outside than it is, but it's still big is what it, I... It okay, re- so it looks big, but when you go in, you're like, hmm. No, yeah. no, no. It sounds like when you go in, it's still big, but it looks... it looks So it's big, but it looks really big from the outside. No, no, but I don't think it does. I think it looks small because of the, the big buildings around it. <laughs> so what you're saying is... Then so when you go so, in, you go, oh, actually, you know what? This is a little bit of a surprise. So you know what, Sean? What you're saying is... It is actually enormous, but the it's optical illusion enormous. of the other buildings no around. Said enormous. Sean said it's really Someone big. Someone said big. You said enormous. Big compared to what? You just said enormous. I didn't say enormous. You did just now. I used your word. Yeah, you said enormous. I'm not. I'm not describing it as enormous. Yes, you are. I'm describing it, if anything, as fucking tiny, which it's, is what it was. It's not fucking Continue, tiny. Bisha. All right, Jason. Just please clarify. Let us know if it if it seemed bigger than it was when you went inside, or if because it is surrounded by large buildings, it seems smaller. But when you went inside, you were like, wow. It's fucking big. Uh, he continues by saying the playlist was simply banging. Hero by Enrique Iglesias, Boys by Charlie XCX, and Loud Like Love by Placebo were on the video screens wow. around the store. Setting up playlists would be an amazing job and a good thing to look into for you three in the AFLW offseason until the real footy starts up again in January. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jason a lot. I sign off this correspondence while in the Geelong police station, unrelated to the said Sexyland experience. He has then attached a photo of himself outside Sexyland and a photo of himself inside the police station that says, Welcome to Geelong Police Station. (laughs) In summary, how good's footy? Pretty bloody good. Cheers, Jason. Jason, the dedication... That's huge. This is a guy who said he's been he was in Adelaide. Yep. And he's going to Adelaide again. Yep. And in between that, went to Geelong That's to measure a set. I'm sure he had other reasons, but I like to think he went there to measure the sexy land. Now, boys, I do think that there is something interesting in that email. What is that? He was chatting to the pleasant staff until they were interrupted by a phone call. And I have a feeling I know who that phone call was. <laughs> well, that's it's funny that he's mentioned a phone call to the Geelong Sexy Land because, as you would know if you're listening to this podcast, we are on the Sands Pants Radio Network, uh, a place that I, well, we all work at. Yep, yep. Uh, and obviously, because it is a business, we have to have staff meetings. <laughs> and during our most recent staff meeting, we let everyone involved in Sands Pants Radio know about the Sexy Land debate and ignited quite a lot of conversation. No debate. It's big. Uh, well, Tom. Jackson, uh, one of the members of Plumbing the Death Star, uh, was like, he had enough of the discussion. He, was, he wasn't there to hypothesize anymore. He was there to find out cold hard facts. He said, so, I'm going straight to the source. 
and he gave Sexyland a call. <laughs> the great customer service. Uh, Jackson was like, hey, this may sound like a weird question, but can you help settle a debate for us? Me and my friends are discussing what's the biggest sexy land in Victoria. The lady laughed and then kind of brushed it off. And Jackson's like, I know it's silly, but like, I was wondering if you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, she had not been to all of them, so she couldn't answer. <laughs> She so actually said that. I haven't been to all of them. Yes. <laughs> we don't know. You know what point she probably hasn't been to? Probably hasn't been to the Geelong one. Did he ring the Geelong one? No, I think he just rang the first one that came up. He rang the call center. Well, there you go. So, like, you know, she's probably in Bendigo. Is it about time that we put the call out to our listeners? Yeah. To go to your local sexy land and scope out the size. So, we know that this one is, what, 30 by 50? 35 by 50 meters. That is an Olympic-sized swimming pool. That's not that big That's for a big, shop. Though. Nah, it's huge. Is that, a, is that swimming pool size? That's a swimming pool. That's not that big. Not for a shop. It's not massive. For a, not for a sexy land. Mate, it's huge. I've seen ones that look like warehouses, Tom. Yeah, that is a warehouse. Ah, not an Olympics-sized swimming pool. I want to know what tools Jason used to measure it. Sure, I'm, I'm assuming he used his feet. Yeah. Like one stride being <sighs> he, a meter. Did he count like the uh, sub-basement floors? I don't no, believe there sounds were like he, It sounds like he looked, had a pretty thorough look, though. And respect that, Jason. I hope you picked up a lovely present for your partner as well. Yeah. Go Cats, go sexy land. Thanks for your efforts. That's this, huge. This is something that, you know, we'll, you've done we'll more, continue to look into. He's done more research in one trip to Geelong than I have, and I've lived there. Yeah. And but he's done more research in one email than we've done for this entire show in its yep. entire history. Yep. He's a goddamn hero. I hope he inspires many others. To, yeah. Go to measure follow. your sexy lands, people. Yeah. Send us photos of you outside sexy land. Let us know if it's big or not. Next email. Uh, this is from Ryan Stanton. Subject is sorry. And this is apology to you, Tom. Ooh. So Ryan emailed us. I get apologies a lot. I often get sorry. You're a fuckhead. Will we print this out and frame it? Oof. No. <laughs> um, but we do appreciate it, Ryan. So this email is in response to would have been two weeks ago, maybe three. I'm trying to think of the dumb shit I've said in three weeks, and no. there's a lot of it. No, it wasn't something you said. It was something Ryan said. He said that Geelong weren't going to win, and they did. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it round two? Would have been round two against the Demons. Or oh, could have been round one against Collingwood. Dear Haggard's Footy Boys, I uh, may have been a hasty in my email last week. I'm sorry. I doubted you, Tom, and you didn't let me down. I may be willing to concede that if a draft is coming through the window, there may be oh, a chance. He, no, he said that the, even though we'd won... The premiership window was closed. The, if anything, there's just a little bit of a draft. And I said, you can't have a draft unless the window is open. Ooh. That being said, I was typing the email with your arrogance over the AFLW in mind. And in that regard, I was vindicated. I mean, true. But still, the adrenaline from my Thursday night tip had clouded my judgment and I doubted you. But you never faltered. Fuck the studio cactus. It's good to have you back. Wishing you all a roast, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. I do, I do remember this email. He said that I should be replaced permanently by the studio cactus from, from Saucy, Saucy Boys. Boys. Yep. <clears throat> Another Sandspence Radio production. And you both agreed with him. Yeah, good call. And yeah. then my cats are now doing pretty well. Yep. That, that window. Oh. P.S. Oh, bit chilly in here. It's almost like someone's left a window open. P.S. I wasn't embarrassed to respond. Just wanted to listen to the episode first to, you know, fully appreciate how poorly email had aged. P.P.S. I may be 84th in the tips, but I haven't given up my tipping hopes yet. Good luck, Ryan. Best of luck, mate. You seem like a sensible man. <laughs> so you'll lose. <laughs> All right. Uh, next email is from Carter, who it's a throwback email. The type of emails we were getting a lot last season. Help pick me a team. Ooh. Hey, you filthy animals. Rude. <clears throat> I'm a Accurate. Ki- <laughs> I'm a Kiwi that has always had interest in AFL. My interests have risen in the recent years due to it make due to making a few games when I was in Melbourne visiting family, and I loved it. 
My only issue is being from New Zealand. I don't have a home team slash favorite team. So I asked you today, who should I make my team and why? I'd love to have a team to barrack for and it would help make the sport more interesting, but I find it hard, too hard to choose without just going for the best team. Help me out, fellas. Cheers, Carter. Yeah, you don't want to be jumping on the best team, which in 2019 takes a lot of choices out. Because usually we'd be like Geelong and Brisbane, but uh, where are they currently on the ladder, boys? I think uh, I think I'm I'm first. But where where would you be, Sean? Would you second? Uh, and and have, have we lost a game yet? No, we have not, Tom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but Dusha, I still say go for Geelong or Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> because Underdogs. no one expects anything no. of them this year, so it's a wild ride. We've been tipped against. Yeah. By all the experts in every game we've played so far, and I guarantee you, round four they might even pick the Giants against us. Probably. Is it we're, no one, no one believed we were. We're, no one believed we'd be contenders. Mate. Can I add too? Brisbane have played a game in New Zealand before. We've been there. We've embraced the country. They have. Any, not many. Not many teams could say that. St Kilda have been there twice though. St Kilda tried and failed. They didn't win over Hearts and Minds. Brisbane had a crack. They're an exciting team. It would be a, a bit of a roller coaster year. Are there any? Are there any New Zealand players in the AFL? Because if we could find a New Zealander on a list, don't the Saints have one? Isn't Shane... I was going to say Shane Savage is the only one I could think of. Now, a couple, like a little while back, there was an email. There are four teams, I think, in New Zealand Yep, that mirror teams. I think they have an Adelaide Crows side. I think they have a Gold Coast Suns. A Giants and... Maybe get on Gold Coast. Gold Coast look exciting this year. They do. Uh, So this episode obviously has been recorded after the recent results, but we're not addressing them yet. Uh, You can wait till tomorrow when you hear, hear all of that. But Gold Coast... Chaotic. A chaotic team. Interesting. Defensive. But also hard. exciting. They are exciting. It would good, be a nice... Good be, mustaches. It's good to get on the ground level and climb up because then it means a lot more when you do Character have Character building that. It is. Or, alternatively, mm. you could go for an exciting team that hasn't had any success in 10 years and brag for Acidon. But by or the same Brisbane. definition, you could say an exciting team that hasn't had success in 15 years and who have a pretty clean history, Brisbane. And by that same extension, you could say back for a team that hasn't had success in, I want to say, nine years? Yep. And back for Geelong. You've had a lot more success in the last nine years than uh, Brisbane and Essendon, mate. My advice would probably, in all seriousness, be you've got a clean slate, you love watching footy, which players do you love watching the most and excite you the most, and then maybe pick that team? Do you do it organically? I think we recommended that to someone else, yeah. and they ended up falling on like the Bulldogs or North Melbourne. You watch or enough footy, and eventually you'll pick a team. And you go, "Fuck, I really love them." Yeah, uh, that actually happened to someone I know that moved from Ireland recently. He has just embraced footy hard. Unfortunately, though, he uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, it's round not one. What is it? Round one. Oh was- no, no, it must be round two. It was only a couple of weeks ago. Was watching the Richmond Collingwood game, and he was just like. I love Collingwood. Go back to Ireland. <laughs> you get sucked in, but then you realize they're shit. I've been there. <laughs> Just a team of bad blokes. <laughs> Probably. What do I know? No, they, look, as someone who witnessed them up close, yeah. them again, and their supporters last Again, week, right? It's no good. As soon as you get in that environment, you're going to have a great time when you get up to the Gabba in a few weeks, mate. Why, mate? There'll be fucking 10,000 Collingwood people up there. Now you're going to have a great time. I love it. They get around it. I bet you I'll go up there, buy a general admission ticket, and I'll still be surrounded by Collingwood. I won't even feel like I'm at a home ground. Yeah, it'll be great because you'll win. Fucking yes. Hey, just on my impending trip to Brisbane. Yes. My uh, The good brother called me up today and he said, there are seats available in, I don't know if you guys have been watching Brisbane games, up at the Gabba, they've got like a lounge Oh like yeah! Oh wait, yeah, no, it's no, where no, they have the them, yeah. pool for the cricket. It's just behind, yeah, behind the goals, but to the side. A lot of TV action. 
If I'm in, if I'm in there, I'm going to be on TV. Are you going to be there? We're thinking about buying tickets in that area. I reckon do it. Do it, mate. And wear a How Good I will 100% be on TV if I'm in that area. Wear a How Good Footy t-shirt. t-shirt. Free you know publicity. What? You know what? <laughs> and then claim it on tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a think about that. That's probably a good move for the show. While you have a think about that and the mm. future of the show and how much you want to support your yeah. boys, it's an email from Will. AFL England and How Good's Footy. Lads, I'm a new listener from the UK to How Good's Footy. This year, I'm traveling a lot around Europe and the US and trying to tune into as many matches as time zones and work schedules permit. And I hope that your podcast will fill in those gaps. I've had a burning passion for footy since probably the 2013 season, but hadn't picked a team until I watched Carlton's comeback against Port Adelaide in round 23, then beat Richmond in the elimination final. That was it. That was the team for me. Oh my God. For sympathetic noises. (laughs) (laughs) He, do you know what I love though? Like, to be fair, he got in. At a good time where Carlton looked like, you know, Juddy was at his peak. Jared White, Eddie Betts. I know that season. I know that season well. Oh, there's no. A re- yeah, there's a reason that Carlton made the finals that year, and it wasn't because of how many games they won. Well, I mean, it was technically, but... Uh, yeah, they were the um, the supplemental team to make the finals. Yes. Yep. I mean, I can understand why you'd fall in love with them because they just broken Richmond's heart, and that's very funny. Mm-hmm. Richmond finished fifth, and they got beaten by ninth. Yep. But... They've been pretty sad for you. That's like, well, imagine like, I wish we could have been there for you, Will, because we could have. You could have been like, oh, these guys seem right. We'd have gone, no, nah. Will, no, <laughs> give it a year and then have another think about it. Yeah, welcome to Mick Malt House. <laughs> Just wanted to say that I believe the Blues are gunning for third bottom in brackets instead of the eight. I'm aiming for the sixteen. Twice as good, right? And finally, if any of your listeners are in the UK this October, why not come to the AFL Europe Championships in London? It's held every three years, and the Great Britain are defending champions of both the men's and the women's division. Best wishes for the season and resounding how good's footy to you all. Regards. How do we get tickets to go and be at that event? Oh, okay. So if you head to www. I didn't need to say that part, but aflengland.org. Tickets and information is available there. Amazing. All right, uh, next email is from Jacob. Hey, blokes, how's it going? I'm emailing on Friday, so I'm pretty shitty right now because of the fucking umpires cocking up free kicks to Collingwood last night. Yes, they deserve the win, I admit it, but Richmond deserved at least five more. I counted for the pies holding the ball or throwing it. All right, mate, settle down. Do you know what I've noticed this year, just addressing this, is there seems to be, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but over the games that I've watched over the last three rounds, is I've noticed a lot of free kicks being paid for holding the man in a tackle for too long. Yeah. I don't know whether they've cracked down on that to try to get the game flowing. I don't know what the point of it is, but I've seen... It has the opposite effect. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of red hot yep. holding the man freeze. Some are there, but most haven't been for me. No, no. Yeah. Put mm. the whistles away. Just put them away. Right, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the rules. Just yeah. let, it, sort of, let them sort right. it out. Yeah. Anyway, Jacob has made some early predictions for the Brownlow from the first round and are hoping to back it up with a good round two form. This is proper calls and a half from Jacob here. Fuck yeah. He's watched great. round one and been like, I know who's going to win the Brownlow. <laughs> Lucky Neil. So here are my Brownlow predictions for 2019 based on round one form. Jesus. That's huge. <laughs> Something we do, having watched no games. Far out. Um, look, some interesting choices. <laughs> is this his top five? Uh... Sort of. There is one, two, three, four. There is five, but they don't seem to be in any order. All right, okay. let's, let's have them. Stephen Cornelio of the GWS Giants says he appears to be set for a monster year since he's a free agent 
especially after the demolition of the Bombers. That didn't seem like a good reason for him to win the Brownlow. That just seems like a dig at me, Jacob, and I'm on to this. <laughs> he is playing very well, though. Mm. Brownlow what? Well, I guess no. one game. Yeah. Well, no, the issue is, <laughs> since those games have happened, other players have played better. I think my suspicions of this being very anti-Essendon bias are coming to fruition in the next one. Oh, okay. Trent Cotchin of the Richmond Tigers. This one is a bit more personal as I'm a Richmond supporter, but he would still deserve it as he came back to a preseason in ripping form and has been leading the charge so far. Plus, and this is where things really take a turn for me. Plus, he didn't get to be awarded one properly because Joe Watson did drugs and lied about it. Oh, Oh, I mean, he's not wrong. Ooh. He's not. That's not incorrect. Ooh. Is it incorrect, Sean? Did he lie about it? Yeah, he said he didn't do him. Did he? Not in that interview later, but when they were asked by Asada, that was the reason they got banned. Was it? Yeah, because they were like, no, we didn't get any injections. Then they're like, you sure no, about I that? I don't think it's uh, as clear cut as that, Thomas. There was. I've read, I've read a lot of that report because I have nothing better to do. No, I reckon I know why you've read this report. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Dank's been. Oh! But that's a story for another day. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Jacob's presumably next shithouse choice <laughs> is Rory Sloan of the Adelaide Crows. Mm. I believe that Adelaide will be up and about again this year. Well, you fucking called that wrong. <laughs> Still time. There's no knees left. <laughs> Shit. I don't think they'll I'd win the to play at the new hellhole every week. Oof. Yeah, I don't think they'll win the flag, but they've been leading well as new. He's been leading well as new co-captain in one game. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is fucking cooked. Jay. I love it though. Yeah, Patrick Cripps of Carlton Blues. No one's taking votes off him. It's a smart call. Mm. I genuinely believe Carlton have got a good chance to improve this year after picking up good recruits to help Kerno and Cripps. Therefore, Cripps as new captain will help spearhead a new Blues lineup to play exciting footy. That is, out of all of them so far, that's the one that makes the most sense. And while Jake does not want to feed Tom's hopes, Tim Kelly of the Geelong Cats. Oh, I am fucking here for this. He's, Sean, he's got votes in every game so far this year. So is Danger. Yeah, and they've probably gone three. So he got the, Kelly got the three in the first week. It's irrelevant, Tom. They'll three. S- they'll split votes. Two. Lockie Neal. Two. Danger. Two, three, three. Yeah. Cop it. I don't have to cop it because I'll watch Lockie Neal or Profit Call here. This is a speculative one. Humor cluckage. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Well, uh, so his justification for Tim Kelly is he seems to have gone to another level this year trying to drive his price up for a WA club and could definitely pull it off and still leave Geelong. In brackets, sorry, Tom, but Geelong aren't keeping him. Ooh. I mean, could you imagine if you won a Brownlow, what Geelong could ask? In a trade. It wouldn't matter. He'll just walk out for anything. Yeah, I don't think Tim Kelly particularly cares what his price is. Yeah. No, no I, like, I, think he, I think he likes Geelong enough, though, to do a good deal bias. Yeah, you don't have the leverage anymore, though, Tom. You had the leverage last I've year. I've got the leverage. Mm, hey, Freo, do you want Tim Kelly? We'll take Nat 5. <laughs> <laughs> and Interest- his helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Interested to hear your thoughts on those and who you might think, uh, who, you, who you think might be there based off round one and two form. <laughs> Cheers, I, Jake. I, I honestly think Kelly, Danger and Kelly will top ten would yeah. be top ten easy, and I wouldn't be so like Kelly's absolutely a smoky to poll more votes, more, more votes than Danger and win. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is that Danger's been playing very fucking well too. Yep. So, I think I think yeah. for the first three games, both of them have either got the three votes or two votes. Hmm. Fuck, I'd love it if Tim Kelly won it. P.S. Dusha, it may seem like I hate the Bombers. Yeah, it does fucking seem like that, mate. 
but I think they're okay. That said, Wusher should be sacked as he is inconsistent since he came on in that turbulent time. Get Vossi to coach them. Then you and Carney can have a good time on Essendon Beach Long because Mitch Brown will kick six. I mean, we did suggest this. Go Tigers. We did. Oh, I don't. I'm not on board with that. Um, <laughs> I care about him too much. All right. And then we hit the part of the inbox where uh, Essendon had just lost to St. Kilda. So... That's a fun inbox for you, Dusha. Oh, yeah. Rules. So we just got just quickly uh, to Josie and Jomo. Uh, two two of our regular emailers who quickly fired up the inbox just after a crushing defeat to St Kilda to remind me of what happened. Thank you for your emails. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next email is from Luke. Subject. Confidence. Not arrogance. Boys. Yes. I am sick of the constant unwarranted attacks on the internal custodians of the sacred sexy land, the Geelong Football Club. Yes! But I must remember that these attacks come from a place of envy. (laughs) (laughs) It is supposed to be a natural law of our game, the rotunda of premiership hopefuls, those within reach of the cup and those who must rebuild, reaches and rebuilders. Reaches (laughs) must inevitably rebuild and rebuilders inevitably get to reach for that cup. (laughs) It is a perfectly balanced system. Like all things should be. (laughs) Unless you're Geelong. (laughs) In which case, fuck that. Fuck the system. The window isn't just fucking open. It's been Tommy Hawkins jumper punched into fucking smithereens. Jesus. Oh, this is amazing. This is, this, I have, I love it. I think uh, (laughs) Luke might be a sniff for the Brownlow this year. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely your best on ground performance right here. A cat's fan, Luke. <laughs> Do you know what? I fucking like that. I was I was talking to Gemma the other day, actually, and she gave me uh, she'd put together this graph that basically was um, the amount of times that play teams that have made the eight and also finished in the top four. And Geelong has finished in the eight in the last ten uh, last since two thousand since two thousand to two thousand and eighteen, so last eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Geelong has finished in the top eight more than any other team, and has finished in the top four more than any other team. I wonder how period. long that graph took to make. Because it's irrelevant. All that matters is premierships. When we've got three of them. <laughs> yeah, only three. How many have you got in that time, Sean? How far back have we got? 2,000. <laughs> oh, three. Yeah. So you know better than me. Yeah. Oh, I never said I was. No. In fact, I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> My team's been shit out. No. no. 
That's an interesting stat, though. That's cool, eh? Yeah. Yeah. How many times? I think it's like 15 and 11. Fucking hell. Yeah. Amazing. Well, 15 and 10. I think Sydney is next. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, no, nah, we just keep rolling on. We rebuild on the run. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. It's a good thing. It's changing the game. We, we've, we've done it this year. And then we hit the part of the inbox where Geelong had just won. <laughs> hey. So you can just send that to me personally and I'll, um, I'll masturbate to them later, Dusha. Uh... <laughs> this email's from Liza who says, Tom, please be kind. I've suffered enough. <laughs> Dear Tom, look, we shanked it. Your boys did great. So Liza is a... I was assuming you're Melbourne's body. Yep, yep. God shot a window and the cats blasted through a wall <laughs> like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> the image of a Kool-Aid man, but just Tom Hawkins. <laughs> just has a handle. And then Liza sends something that... Look, we're reading nine days too late and I'm so sorry. They put a boot in and I would never begrudge you your well-earned celebration. But please, I beg you, don't be a douche about it. Liza, I won't You're suffering enough Uh, What did you say last episode though? Because that's what she would have heard And this is what that would have been in relation to I don't know if I said anything particularly bad Did I? I think you were probably just like We won by 80 points And that sick fuck you Melbourne Do you know what? I think that's exactly what I said Uh, (laughs) uh, Demolition I think it was Destroyed them Destroyed them They were Demoralized. Uh, there was another one that I got in trouble for saying as well, but I can't remember. So that's good. So Eliza had nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing at all. Uh, uh, so I apologize. Is, yeah, it gets worse. So yeah, apolo- oh, you should no. probably. Owe- I'm, I'm going to apologize now because uh, they do not know what they do, <laughs> and by they I mean me. After all, Tom, I only know about football because you're seminal storytelling, and so far this season, that knowledge has only given me grief. Oh, now do you feel like a piece of shit? Lots of love, Liza. Not my team's fucking great. <laughs> now, look, look, look. Just think about it like this, Liza. How good a story it will be when Melbourne rebound next year and win a flag. Or mm. when they get off the canvas this year and still make finals. Yeah, but next year when they win a flag, it's even better. Who's to say they won't win the flag this year? Uh, me. They're not going to. Well, you never know, Tom. Mate, they're 0-3. Stranger things have happened. Geelong are 3-0. <laughs> Brisbane are three and zero. Well, that's you know to be expected. Gold Coast are two one. <laughs> Fuck, footy's good in Queensland again. Yep. I right, got an email from Ty who uh, touched on something you mentioned in last week's episode, Tom, which was the unfurling of the flag at the West oh, Coast game. The fucking sickest thing in history at, at, at Optus Stadium. Yeah, where Rick the Rock Eagle did a fucking backflip off the roof of Optus <laughs> the fact Stadium. That's his name is even better. Before ziplining down to the ground with the flag. But something you didn't mention and something the tire points out is, if you were not aware, the Eagles also have a live wedge-tailed eagle named Ozzy who flies a lap of the ground before the bounce at every home game. Normally, she is fucking majestic. <laughs> this week, she took it upon herself to... <laughs> this week, she took it upon herself to actually fly into the crowd and land on the handrail in the grandstand, <laughs> almost eating a small child in the process. <laughs> she then flew into the center of the ground and landed on the Premiership Cup. Fuck. What an evening. How good is footy? <sighs> That's incredible. That's amazing. It happened every home game. That's insane. <laughs> Something tells me that um, there'll be just a new eagle next week. Where's Ozzy? Oh, we just got a different one this week. <laughs> one that isn't interested in chips. It's like when Brisbane tried to introduce a lion. <laughs> uh, it's like when an elephant turned up at Arden Street. <laughs> what? Do you not remember? It's like the 70s. No. 
um, the North Melbourne Footy Club are doing like a circus at Arden Street and they had a fucking elephant there and I think it stampeded and like nearly killed a bunch of people. Are you yes. <laughs> what the it's fuck? It's like a thing. It's, I'll, I'll have to do some, I'll do some like Googling, but yeah. look it up. Elephant and Arden Street. It's not a good thing. Jesus Christ. And then um, Ty just signing off the email after such a nice email, just digs the boots in. Joel, if you'd like to swap the podcast for my bakery job, please get in touch. Early signs indicate you're going to be eating a lot of fucking toast this year. <laughs> Tell you what, Ty. I'm not going to cop that, mate. You uh, you you enjoy working in that bakery because you need that discount. You're going to need it later in the West, year. West Coast? West Coast. Yeah. You're just going to need it later when they don't go back to back. Oh, interesting. Because it's going to be a Brisbane Geelong Grand Final. So next email is from Tom. Uh, and this is also asking a familiar question, an email that we get pretty frequently and one that stresses me out when I read the subject every time. Am I a TC? Short answer, probably. Yeah, look, to be honest, if you're feeling like you're a TC or have done TC-like behavior, you're probably a TC. So far, I think there's been two exceptions, and they're in, like, very trying circumstances. Let's see. Okay, uh, early predictions, just from uh, what I've glanced at. Tom, you're going to say absolute TC? Sean, you'll be like, I'll allow it. <laughs> <clears throat> it's right. Brisbane-related, that's why. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. Hey, boys, love the show, but I feel like the show mightn't like me in a bit. My family are Tigers fans. When my granddad moved to Australia from Greece, he lived in Richmond and decided to back the local team. Dad then picked up the team when he was born because family. As a child, I never really followed the footy, but when the Tigers won in the 2017 Grand Final, I was drawn back into the game. And it was the perfect timing that my favorite podcast network also released a show all about footy. Hey, that's us. Hey, that is us. In that year, though, I found myself not really caring about the Tigers and what happened to them because my attention had shifted elsewhere. His attention had shifted to the mighty Brisbane Lions. So now I'm kind of stuck. Am I a TC to switch to the Lions? Can I have my team and a family team? What do I do? If age factors in, I'm 16. Go Tigers, go Lions. Yeah, the boys. Tom. His name's Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom. Okay. Yeah. Oh. He's 16, so age does not come into this time. But he no. said in 2017 he got back into footy, right? Yep. That was two years ago. Who you been? Who have you been going for? Has he been splitting? It sounds like has it. he just been barracking for four? Well, he for only he years. only got, so it sounds like though he only got on board with Richmond in the grand final because his family were up and about. But then yeah. once he started like listening to us and then paying attention to the season proper, he shifted to Lions. Douche, I'm going to make a call that's going to surprise you. I'm going to allow this because it reminds me of my brother who was Geelong family, Geelong family, Geelong family. Back to them for a little bit, but then found that he actually liked another team more, and he now goes to Port Adelaide, which is look. In hindsight, huge mistake. Uh, I'm also going to allow it. Yup, shocking. No, I just, I actually think because he said he's not, he wasn't into footy. He would have been about 14, not really into it. His family's into it, so he got around his family when Richmond were in the grand final. It takes character to step away from the premiership team, the best team in the comp, and back a team, that- and back a team on the rise because he loves footy. He likes the way they play. I respect it, and I welcome him into the Brisbane family. Another one. Fuck yeah. Yes, Dusha. I won't allow it. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Tom. You're a big TC. Never email us again. Also, thanks for coming to Big Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dusha. <laughs> oh, Fuck you, Thomas. Nah. Pick I'm... a team, mate. He did. He picked Brisbane. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. Well, get back to us with your uh, where you land, Tom. An email from Amelia with the subject, I am a safe driver, which makes me feel like that you're not a safe driver, Amelia. Before yeah, it's you one of those things where someone's like, yeah, I'm really good at this. They never are. I've watched a lot of Survivor, and anyone who says I'm good at puzzles is never good at puzzles. 
Hi, boys. This is a story about how I nearly crashed my car because of how good footy is. <laughs> I went to see a local production of Be More Chill. Brackets. It's a musical. End brackets. Today. And afterwards, I had to drop a friend home. She's not really a fan of footy, so I respectfully left whatever music on the, was on the radio. After I dropped her off, I immediately switched over to the channel to find how my boys, the doggies, had gone against the Hawks. The game was already over, so all I heard was the Hawks were one and one after two rounds, and I was like, huh. And then I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that my beautiful boys had pulled an insane comeback out of nowhere. I was doing a victory dance in my car, obviously too high up in space to be driving safely, and nearly ran into a safety barrier. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't crash, but I'm still over the moon that we are two from two. Also, congrats to Carney for an amazing win. Hashtag mathematical chance. It's a possibility, <laughs> but that's close enough. Keep up the good work, Amelia. P.S. I'm in first year at uni and have been able to make friends with my newfound footy knowledge, so thank you for that too. Footy, bringing people together. How good's footy, bringing people together? Also, maybe making people crash their car. How good's footy, changing lives. And then all those people will go to the funeral, bringing people together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Connor. Yeah. We got an email from Shauno. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. (laughs) I absolutely don't think it is. I think he literally is your evil twin. Fuck. Yeah, we keep him in the basement and feed him fish. (laughs) Hey, guys. Still love on the cast and your weekly insight into our great game. Question number one. What is your problem with Ken Hinckley? <laughs> to be fair, yeah. we've actually softened on this re- recently. Who? You've softened on him. <laughs> no, I haven't. Last week, you'd softened on Get him. F- no way. There's no record of that. Actually, you know what it I was? I softened on Bevo. No, do you know what? No, no, Sean. What? Yesterday, yeah. we were hanging out, and you admitted that you probably didn't hate Ken that much. Bullshit. I don't remember Whoa. No, I actually don't remember that. Did, did I say something? We we talked through it, and you were kind of like, I have no memory of talking about Ken Hinckley yesterday. Uh, no, no, it was when you were talking about him being the biggest TC in the history of the game. Yeah. We agreed that he wasn't. Because well, who? Because someone else. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Joshua, I've got to clarify this. That's not softening on him. That's saying, oh, yeah, he's not the biggest TC in the history of the game because that's Dane Beams. <laughs> That's not me oh, wait. softening on him. That wasn't in face of it. That wasn't a group conversation I was also in. Fuck it out. That's not softening. Fuck. I heard you soften on yet. Maybe it was Bevo. It was Bevo. Remember. It was Bevo, yeah. Hinkley, fucking crash into the sun, mate. <laughs> so our problem with Ken Hinkley, do you want to just quickly go through it just in case listeners haven't heard this story? Sure. Um, I don't remember. Oh, no, I do. You I hate do. him so I do. much. Uh, well, well, I, you don't no, remember the details. There's but a number of them. factors. He is the biggest TC in the history of the game because he did turn his back on Fitzroy back in the day. There have been players since, Dane Beams, who have done worse. So let's not just hang it on him for that. I also, quite frankly, I just don't like Port Adelaide. They beat Brisbane in the 2004 Grand Final. I think they're an extremely arrogant club. They have David Koch there. All of this rubs me the wrong way. Don't like Ken Hinckley. Don't like the way he goes about it. Don't like his attitude. The thing that I don't... The arrogance of the man. And also, this one comes from my brother, and I buy into it too. When Fitzroy was essentially kicked out of the league and forced to merge with another team, the team that came in to take their license, Port Adelaide. We don't like Port Adelaide, don't like the man who runs it. If Ken Hinckley was coaching, say, like the Suns or St Kilda or West Coast, would you Mm -hmm. hate him? Wouldn't hate him as much, but I don't really care for him, to be honest. The fact that he refused to play a game for Fitzroy and just... Refused to participate for an entire season to he, then get he wanted to, He wanted to go to Geelong and they wouldn't let him. Sooked it up. Mid-season though. Fuck off, Ken. Sooked it up like he sooks it up when his team doesn't win. Well, it's funny because the next thing is, uh, as a Cats fan, <laughs> I like the guy. The only issue I have is that he went and coached Port fucking Adelaide. There you go. It's true. Ken Higley was a great coach at Geelong. He was instrumental in those three premierships. Yep. One of which 
was a record margin against the, the power. So come on. As far as I'm concerned, the power can take their Koshi and their never tear us apart scarf holding soccer wannabe bullshit and <laughs> fuck back off to the actual Port Adelaide that boasts nothing more than a half decent market and a shitty river dolphin cruise. Do you know how many dolphins live in rivers? Fuck all! <laughs> uh, actually, that's incorrect. There is the river dolphin of the Amazon, the pink one. Okay. I don't live in Adelaide, though. Uh. Shut up, Tom! Useless facts, Tom. It's Thing number two. Shut up! Thing number two. Last week, one of you questioned why Richmond and Carlton always get the season opener. I agree. In fact, I think the season opener should always be between the two oldest clubs, Melbourne and Geelong. This could be a made more epic by always being played on St. Patrick's Day and for the Jim Steins Trophy. What do you think? Cheers, guys. Sean O. P.S. Fuck Wayne Carey. Great. Really this, good This email. email was really good. Very good. <laughs> I love the idea of the St. Paddy's Day one with a medal for Jim Steins. There is already a Jim Steins medal. It's the... It's awarded to best. No, it's awarded to best player. Either it might who be runs Jim across Stein's the mark? community the award, yeah. award. What? but there is a Jim Stein's medal for the best player when Australia play Ireland in international rules. See you know what old mate just said? What do you say? It's best player runs over the mark. <laughs> That's fucking very good. <laughs> <laughs> I like out of all the achievements Jim Stein's had as a footballer, you pick that one. <laughs> well, costing him a grand final appearance Whoa. is pretty high. Uh, he did a lot of good for the game, and he was a ripper bloke. Here's the thing with the Richmond Carlton. Yes, it shouldn't have been like that, but we are probably closer to the point where both of those teams are going to be good. I remember, so to take I remember it away when, now is not going to really... I wouldn't do it. And the fact that it still draws about 80,000 people, so it's still a big game. It'll be huge the first year that Carlton beat them again soon. Well, yeah, the one be, the following year will be massive. It'll be huge, yeah, probably two years from now when Carlton are uh, trying to make the eight. But that's a good idea. Listen, Paddy's day one. I like it. All right. We've dug deep into the mailbag today. We've uh, mined all the greatness out. And I've just got the last email. Again, a repeat email. Ty, uh, again, he's back. He apologizes, first of all. Sorry to bother you with his second email in a week. But if you remember last week, I said I'd enter a second account into the tipping comp and leave the tips blank. Just because this season has had such a cook start. Ty was. I, I dared him to do this. Yeah, Tyler was cons- like, was like, if I just leave my tips blank every week, he reckons that that was going to finish higher than him. <laughs> I like to inform you that my blank tips account is currently beating my normal account <laughs> and is, is within touching distance of the top fifty. I hate this fucking sport sometimes. <laughs> if the blank account wins, Ty doesn't get the prize. No. That eagle at West Coast gets it. <laughs> Aussie. 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 <laughs> nah, Rick the Rock. Aussie the fourth. <laughs> or however many they go through. You just have eagles at at the MCG to keep the birds away. Do you remember this? It was a strategy they used before they... Well, they actually had trained ones. Yeah, yeah. But it was oh, very like... expensive and very hard. <clears throat> and the seagulls worked out that the eagles were on tethers. So if they flew far enough away, they could make it down onto the ground anyway. So uh, I, he, I just realized that Ty also attached... A screenshot of where he is versus where his blank tips are. So his blank tips, 54th. His actual tips, 109th. Whoa. <laughs> Tyler, lift. Jesus. If you get beaten by your blank tips, you have to quit supporting footy forever. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Accept <laughs> that challenge. Look forward to hearing from you, Tyler. Jesus. All right. Well, thank you so much to everyone who emailed in. It's been a ripper mailbag. And reminder what we said at the start of the episode, everyone head to the nearest sexy land and measure that. Measure that sexy land. <laughs> and just a reminder that this show is coming out early before our other actual show. Yeah, so you get another episode tomorrow. Uh, it's all happening. And look, 
we will acknowledge the weekend that has been just then. And let me tell you, here's just a little bit of an insight, a little bit of a taste of what that episode is going to sound like. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.